Welcome back to the Doggy Juice Pod, changing the way you think as a sports better. This is episode number 49, Tuesday, June 18th, 2019, and I'm still coming down from the excitement of having legalized sports betting here in Illinois soon. Uh, it's summer now, so things are going to be a little more slow after Father's Day weekend is the time when things really start to chill out a bit, no offense to baseball, and we obviously have um, summer soccer tournaments and golf going on as well, but after this past weekend, you can really say that the 2018-2019 sports season is now in the rearview mirror. A quick congratulations to the Toronto Raptors on winning their first ever NBA championship last week. Congrats to the St. Louis Blues for winning the Stanley Cup, and congrats to Gary Woodland on winning the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach over the weekend. Now things start to slow down, and if you're in the business, then this is really a great time to take a vacation. That's exactly what I'll be doing Later tonight, actually, I'll be flying out to Denver, doing a little mountain road trip for the next two weeks and kind of just clearing the head a little bit. But when I get back for the milestone 50th episode of the Doggy Juice podcast, I will revisit the official Doggy Juice Ten Commandments of Sports Betting, which was the topic of my very first episode back in September of last year. So I think that'll be a great time to revisit that and refocus everything as we gear up for the upcoming season and legalize sports betting and many new states uh, as football season starts. Uh, not, to, not too far around the corner, too. I mean, it's just over two months away, and we're going to have preseason football before we know it. So everyone's going to really start to shift their focus to football pretty soon. So yes, this is the slow time of the year for sports betting that is upon us, but that doesn't mean we stop grinding. The quest for edges in the betting markets is year-round. It's a daily thing, and football prep work is about to begin in earnest for me. Football season is It's going to come up so damn quick like it always does, so those who put in the work early on and get on top of the market are rewarded for that, can get down in some early positions. So that's going to be the focus on the pod in July and August as we gear up for the upcoming football and basketball seasons, but whether you're betting football or basketball or soccer or golf, the money prints the same. And I've always said that I'm a big believer that esports is the way of the future for sports betting. And last week I sat down to chat with our very own Little Rieri, to talk about the esports world generally, but also to break down the upcoming Golden Tee Championships this upcoming weekend, live from Las Vegas. Yes, you can legally bet on this in Nevada. And we also talked about the NBA 2K League that I literally knew nothing about until I sat down to talk with Jerry. So, esports is going to be a massive market in the future. It already is. So, I think this is a great time for us to dive into it. And there's nobody better than having on our little boy, Yeti to talk about it. So without further ado, here is my interview from last week on eSports with Little Yeri. We are back with a return guest, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Little Yeri. How are you doing, bud? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing good, doing good. We got some fun things to talk about today. It was actually awesome. I was like thinking about what I was going to do with my next podcast episode because this is like that kind of quote unquote slow time of the year, right? As the NBA and NHL is kind of winding down. Then I get a text from you saying you had some thoughts you wanted to share. Um, so I think this is like a perfect, perfect time to bring you on and talk about some of some esports, some of the, the quote unquote softer betting markets and stuff like that. So uh, we'll see where we take this, but but yeah, man, it's good to have you on again. Last time you were on, for everyone who is not aware, uh, Little Yeri was actually on for the 
the Super Bowl uh, props preview episode back in February, or maybe it was late January when we, when we recorded that. But it's good to have you on again, man. Yeah, and I believe uh, I believe I nailed every or was close to nailing every prop that had nothing to do with the game itself. And then when it came to the <laughs> game itself, I was predicting a very very heavy over game. So uh, you were not alone. <laughs> so I will stick to my land of nerdum and uh, my Mount Doom and Frodo and uh, talk about what I know, which is uh, video games. And everyone has their niche. So that's, that's and you just found yours. And I and I've, I've gone to regularly esports, man. Esports is the way of the future, especially with with like legalized sports betting. I think that's like all the little kids are playing it now. Oh yeah, I mean you're talking about with esports the the market. You're talking they're predicting by 2021, 557 million people will be watching at least once a week in esports event which would become the biggest sport on planet earth um with half of that fan base being rabid uh watching every single event uh per whatever their their take is so you're talking about this is going to be bigger than the nfl it's nuts i mean like they they like sell out stadiums already like shocked you can like youtube look at the youtube videos some of this stuff is just sold out arenas yeah, where we live, they um, they built an arena purely dedicated to esports, which is one of the first in the United States. They also built a bunch of training academies um, for virtual reality and esports. So it's a huge deal out um, out west of the Mississippi, just west of the Mississippi. So just so yeah, the listeners know, good. so you're from Quad Cities area, specifically Davenport, if I'm not. Yeah, you are technically in Davenport, right? Let's go Hawks. Yes, Davenport, Iowa. So, Yeri, you come from a state that, in my opinion, um, has the most reasonable sports betting bill of every single state out there besides Nevada. That's the state of Iowa. I think there's no um, surprise there because it's actually – I heard this when I was going to college there myself. But Iowa's the most literate state in the in the union. So I think that makes sense that they would have the best bill. But um, you are you know, excited? We we here at Iowa like to uh, like to think that we're the true patriots, rock flag and eagle. America needs farmers. You know, we just uh, we know how to keep our streets clean, our our fields green, and you know, and our our winds coming. So I'm just uh, I'm just excited that we could blaze a path, and for you uh, just to watch the our neighboring states like Illinois just fuck it up a little bit is kind of like what we do on the regular. You know, it's like we'll have something good going, like. <laughs> You know, we get money back for our recycling, and then we watch you guys, you all, all the damn liberals in your state, bitch about how like, oh, Iowans, farmers, you guys got to keep the area clean. It's like you know, you guys <laughs> keep it. Don't get it twisted. Iowa rules. Um, put tight uh, in. Yeah, you know, rock flag eagle. Yeah, Dude. put tight in. Jake Christensen deep. Um, <laughs> let's go Noah Fant. Let's go uh, Christian Kirksey. Let's. I'm excited for. Uh, Excited for some Iowa. Browns Browns wins this year. That Browns D <laughs> led by Kurtzy, baby. I, I miss that state so much. And like Iowa, like wasn't there like a big like article that came out recently? Like not one of those bullshit articles, but actually backed up by legit rankings that named Iowa City the number one college town in America. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you saw that. I mean, so my. Uh, I'll always remember that my father pointed to right as I enrolled into the University of Iowa with a, a heavy recruitment by um, Michael, my, <laughs> Michael Doggy Juice himself. Um, 
And uh, he was like, huh. And it was, a, you know, my, my father, my father, one of his famous quotes is, I'm not a cultured man, nor do I ever intend to be one, nor do I want to be one. Uh, and his reading was of a playboy and it was the top party school in the country. And number one was Iowa. And it says nothing takes, nothing's better than a romp in the hay with a, uh, with an Iowa girl. And sure enough, I ended up marrying one. So <laughs> there you are now. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Hefner had it right. Yes, he did. Dude, that's just, so, I'm missing so tell me, tell me, tell me the difference. The main difference is the integrity fee in the parlay. Can you so speak there- to the differences? Yeah, yeah, so there's a few differences. There's no, fortunately, no integrity fee in Illinois either. Um, the only state that like literally fucked that up was Tennessee with with some language in there actually giving an, an integrity fee. But for Illinois, the big sticking point for me is they have language in there for um, any in game, any tier two wagers, and tier two wagers are anything that's not like a side or total pregame. Um, any tier two wager. Um, has to use official league data for the pro- professional sports leagues. And that's just, that's something that doesn't exist in any other bills that's actually gone live by now. So that kind of sets up, it opens up a Pandora's box where there's a lot of uncertainty in terms of what the leagues can force. And, and maybe they they will be able to strong arm their way into some kind of integrity feed down the line. But I, so Iowa doesn't have that. Illinois does have that. Um, Iowa they have the, the smallest tax rate compared to every state except uh, Nevada. It's the same as Nevada's. Um, the only issue I have with the Iowa bill is there's an in-person mobile registration requirement uh, until January 1st, 2021. And in Illinois, there's a similar one as well. But um, And you also can't do prop bets on in-state Iowa college teams in any game that they're playing in, um, as opposed to Illinois, where you just can't bet on any Illinois college team or against it. Like in any game, they're involved. Well, in. you'll so be I, able to live bet. Um, games, Iowa games or no? No, because that would be that would be an in-game or like a, a prop bet, oh, I guess. So okay. I, th- I think I think it's like the tier one, tier two thing, where I think um, you know, just pretty much the only Iowa stuff you could bet uh, on Iowa college games is is pre-flop. What about uh, DraftKings? Like, is DraftKings are the casinos going to hire DraftKings in Illinois, or is that? like to be seen do you think they will like how how much better so in iowa in iowa DraftKings has been banned forever like if i try to go to the DraftKings website it comes mm. up like illegal like it, you cannot access it from the ip here so i don't even know their sportsbook interface so is it that much superior to the others or will you think you know the the casinos like let's say rivers or whatever so for DraftKings, like Iowa is interesting because fantasy sports like DFS has obviously been banned there. And obviously you've had to drive across the Mississippi River to get your to set your daily fantasy sports lineups the past few years. Right. But um so for Illinois, there's they literally squeezed out DraftKings and FanDuel with um basically by saying that the online only licenses aren't gonna be available for at least a year and a half. And so the only option they would have to to have sports betting in Illinois up until that year and a half period is by teaming with a racetrack or casino, but they can't use their own name. So they can only like provide their own, like their own, uh, I guess you could say like their app and some of their technology somewhere. But I, I can't see a scenario where DraftKings or FanDuel is any sports betting presence in Illinois. Iowa is interesting though, because of the past, you know, the history with the fantasy sports being, um, obviously you're not allowed to do that over there, but I, th- I think this is that interesting time where you might see a change. I've been keeping up with Iowa, but like, I know that, Right now, they're crafting the the uh, the rules, and they're they're starting to 
actually issue licenses and, and every single stand like brick and mortar location can have up to two skin licenses, which would, you know, create a scenario where they could hire DraftKings or FanDuel at that point and use them. I know points bets already partnered with someone that's a popular app on the East coast and they're trying to make their way to Nevada as well. So like for, so for Iowa, I guess like, I don't know the exact scenario there. It's like everything's happening right now. Well, as soon as they uh, they allow betting on farming, then the state's really <laughs> going to start soaring. Dude, if it's a market, then they can probably book it. You know, I, I don't know what the rules are with farming, but thigh high by Fourth of July, you're ready to go. <laughs> that's your insider farming info. For yeah, that's my insider community. farming info. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, besides that, very very pleased about the Iowa bill, and I'm you know looking forward to the summer to going out there with you, but. Let's talk about something that we could actually bet on and probably depending on, you know, wh- what outs you have, you might be able to bet on some of this stuff now. But the 2019 Golden Tee World Championship, this is your bread and butter here. And it's next weekend, June 21st to 23rd, live from Las Vegas. And I just did a quick Google search earlier just to like see what the fuck we're even going to be talking about here. And it looks like it's a culmination of 12 weeks of qualifiers. There's going to be 74 guys. Winner takes on 30K. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't it going to be broadcast on ESPN this year? Yeah, for the first time ever, it'll be from the Orleans Casino. Um, but it will be for the first time ever uh, broadcasted by ESPN, which is huge. Right. That is a huge difference in terms of the players. You're talking about a lot of these players are playing from at-home machines on a daily basis to mm-hmm. qualify Um because Golden Tee changed the rules. Before, I would say, I think it's 2017, you had to be at least at a bar. Um, now, to to earn official data, now you can use that home machine. So a lot of these guys have never even played in front of a crowd before, let alone in front of television cameras. Interesting. That kind of creates like a nice betting angle then because a lot of these yeah. guys growing up so, you know, without the pressure. So exactly. Yeah. So the lines have moved a drastic amount since you're first coming out and i have a little bit of an insider angle first off i'm I'm no stranger to golden tea i have um i have some insider information from uh from the vice president of uh incredible technologies not not insider information but just his opinions overall mm-hmm. um but uh he uh he's kind of just brought up some good points and since he told me about two weeks ago the lines have moved heavy in certain directions so um one of the guys that he it came out at nine to one and what's actually interesting about vegas is they they're going to be more calculated on this tournament this esports tournament and esports in general they'll have more information than they would on an actual sport because every single shot these guys are doing the data automatically is going to las vegas so their computer models are so sophisticated because they have every single thing this player's ever done since they created an account um so uh based on conditions what have you so anyways paul luna for example um he started out nine to one this is a former champion with over fourteen thousand hole in ones in his career which is just fucking crazy. It's a lot of fucking golf. <laughs> Fourteen thousand hole in one start out nine to one. Um, he's down to six to one. Um, he's won the big dance before, which the big dance, the championships, always been a tournament. Uh, I've seen the tournament live once when it was in Buffalo, New York. Um, it's it it is a festival of people. Once they're out, the former players get out. 
they have no decorum. They get blacked out drunk and start screaming and um, for <laughs> anyone that's still there. And it, it, it nerves get you. So Paul Luna went from nine to one to six to one. Um, but he's not someone I'm really looking at. Um, one person I was looking at, I didn't get my bet in, but um, was Mark Stenmark, who is 10 to one. The odds have driven him down to the favorite. He's now four to one. Uh, he's been He's been playing real, real hot, um, looking to get to that $135,000. Um, however, there are three people three people right now that I'm pretty confident in if you want to make some bucks on. And I did see this. Um, you can already bet on it uh, on a so, variety so, of websites. So this is actually a good time to jump in. So just before you give your three guys, I think the important thing here is to talk about where we can even get down on this because um, – Obviously, like for people that live in legal and jurisdictions and places where you obviously can't bet legally there, um, I think it's obviously important to like know where you could even do this because in Nevada, you can legally wager on it, but I know a lot of books won't even offer it because it's just, you know, small, softer market. And let's be real, it's sometimes like a losing proposition for them. And, the, you know, the limits are smaller, but this is the mm-hmm. type of stuff that attracts sharp action. But I, I do know that like since this is being played at the Orleans Casino in Vegas, that they have offered odds and I have their opening numbers here, but like I think offshore places and, you know, faraway places you can get down as well. I'm not sure I see anything, but I don't know if, if you see anything like on, on Bavada or bet online or anything like that. Or So with Bavada and five dimes, um, their esports action outside of like league of legends, which is the most popular esports game. Um, it's day of. So it'll pop up the morning of um, Bavada sometimes is the day before. So it's mm-hmm. really one of those things that you got to keep your eye on. And then the morning of it will pop up. Um, and I think a big reason of that is they're afraid of those heavy hitting actions or mm-hmm. news to break out. Um and there's big controversy in the esports community in terms of players tweaking settings. Um, there is hacking oh. that goes on, and that's so um, fucking low. <laughs> so, I mean, the best for we'll get to it later. But you know, one of the people that carried the 2K league last year and brought the Knicks gaming to a championship, he's suspended for this entire season because it was discovered that his settings he was running an encryption um, cheat codes that, or something. <laughs> yeah, essentially cheat codes to make him better than he was so um so yeah so they they kind of keep it tight till the morning of the events or the night before um but i'm i'm going off of um uh just essentially what's what i'm seeing in las vegas and typically what yeah yeah, what what's at at the orleans and um uh right now um some people i'm really liking are um Anthony Haas. Now, this guy is like the Tiger Woods of Golden Tee. Um, some people say it would be Steve Sobey. Sobey doesn't play anymore. He actually used to work for Incredible Technologies after the the makers of the game. Uh, he was so good. But um, then they got into like a contract dispute. But Anthony Haas is just a monster, has always been a monster. And, um, you know, he did it for... 20 straight years that was his job eight hours a day um 365 he'd be at a bar his local bar playing golden tee golf and netting over 100k a year just off of tournament prizes not like not like the go-to championships we're talking about just Mm -hmm. like the online when you go and play golden tee you're you're a lot of money so 
He started eight to one. He was the favorite to start. His line stayed at eight to eight to one. Um, mm-hmm. With the cameras on, you're talking about a guy who's won over five rings. Um, he's a, yeah, I saw he's he, a two time champ of this like specific event. Two time, right. two time champion of the Golden Tee Championships, and he's won yeah. what's considered three other of the majors. So um, they have majors and Golden Tee. Yeah, yeah. So they have like <laughs> the big, you know, quarterly tournaments essentially. So uh, he's a stud. Uh, you can't deny Anthony Tony Johnson. Uh, first <laughs> off, you know, for our t- any anyone named Anthony and goes by Tony, yeah, I have a good. soft heart for. But at eighteen <laughs> to one, he's been playing lights out. And then um, this is the direct pick from one of the uh, executives at uh, Golden Tee Golf in charge of their gaming uh, division, Paul Taylor at fifteen to one. Uh, he oh. says that right now he has never seen someone playing golden tea better than he is. So $135,000 on the line this year. Uh, if you're looking to, to make a quick buck at someone who, you know, who's watched all these players, knows all these players and is really convinced in one, you're talking about Paul Taylor at 15 to one odds might be, um, a good way to so throw some pizza money is Taylor one of those guys though that you know just plays a lot in his underwear at home and hasn't really been in front of a lot of people like you were talking about before? so so from what i understand uh yes he is a guy he's um he's been around for a while but has never won with the cameras uh you know this pressure there's never been this amount of pressure so it'll be interesting to see how he does um, that, that could but, be reflected in the price obviously too 15 to right one, you know. Right at fifteen to one, but then again, you have to think none of these guys have had ESPN filming the event. So right. you're talking about really this game, Golden Tee, the original esport, um, ESPN broadcasting it. Uh, it'll be it'll be cool. It'll be a cool experience. They're cutting it into thirty minute episodes, I think, and oh, I think okay. there'll be um, three of these thirty minute episodes that they'll show. So it won't be like a live watch along and play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there might be one um, of the final round, but uh, it'll be cool to see. That's awesome. So like I was I pulled up the preflop stuff like the Orleans like opening numbers and like you already touched on most of them but I uh, the one player I remember cuz I like last year I was listening to a Vison show and they brought on some guy um who broke it down as well and he was all over I think it's Andy Haas or is it Anthony Haas? I know you said Anthony but I have Andy written down either way. The, I, I the think Haas dude. He- yeah, he goes by just Haas is yeah. what hey, he's hey, just Haas. Big, or or Big Haas. <laughs> so so Big Haas. I remember last year just hearing this one guy just be like, All right, "You got to just put your money down on Haas." He was even he was like five to one or something, and like and he, he didn't win it. Obviously, the guy mm-hmm. you said uh, Evan Gossett or Gossett won it, but um, yeah. the, the line moves you said are interesting. That's what interests me because obviously, like Haas opened eight to one, and you said he. Money came in on him, and you said um, was it Stenmark. You said well, so is, is the favorite now. Stenmark, Stenmark's the big mover. Haas yeah. hasn't moved. Um, he's still Stenmark's, eight to one. Oh. Yeah, he's still at eight to one from what I saw this morning. Um, Stenmark mm-hmm. ten to one to four to one is a crazy move. Yeah, but Haas, you're talking about Haas too, though. He left Golden Tee full time um, a couple years ago to work on his job as a um, selling homes. So, oh, wow. uh, but he's still he's yeah. still just got. <laughs> ice water in his veins and he's the number one ranked player in the world so so like that's i mean talking dating back to the because i think the espn angle is huge here and i think i mean obviously without watching the sport at all i know what it's like to kind of perform you know 
so like it's easy to do stuff at home, but then when you go in front of people, this can be said about pretty much most people and you have to perform in front of an audience. It's just different. It's a different type of pressure. And I think that they're all going to be feeling that next week. And that's where I would want to get a guy like Haas with that big game experience, so to speak. But I don't know, maybe like some kind of split on like Haas and Taylu or something like a. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think riding, riding your ponies, I would take, I would throw, I would throw, I would throw a unit for me. I'm planning on throwing a unit on Haas and then a half a unit on Tony Johnson and a half a unit on Taylor just to see where it splashes. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think this guy Haas has been the number one player for, I want to say, close to or been in the running to be number one player for over a decade so might as well take the guy who just this is all he does it's one of those things where even he can refocus now knowing that it's on espn like last year he won it two times last year he didn't win you said he's you know working on his houses and shit now but this could be like okay i'm this is my fucking sport i'm the guy this is my time to shine and he won't feel the pressure like the other guys will so and he was he's been the number one player for the month of june so oh so he's uh, like he's, 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 coming, he's coming in hot oh man yeah he's 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 looking prime oh, get, so. get me to the window oh my god um <laughs> you know you got to look uh jeffrey lannon is another one if you're looking at he's bumped up seven spots in the top 20 this month um so he's if you're looking for a real hot hand too uh, Jeffrey Lannon, but um, he's he fell right before in May, so he's been kind of inconsistent. So he's kind of resettling back in. Is that all they're offering on this is outrights? Because like I would love them to open up like a different type, you know, like head-to-head matchups or like a top five, you know, make it to the final and shit like that. Do you know if they offer that? I so so far from my experience with gambling on esports, it's pretty much just outrights with money lines on events. It's not um, it's even setting lines is a dangerous event or head to heads. Right. So I haven't seen that yet. But I'm picturing, you know, I'm imagining this is a big step for them um, with the national coverage and like we talked about the popularity. I can see esports moving forward. Getting, especially with the amount of data the casinos get, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the, uh, arguably the most data, the most legitimate data, uh, to to be able to offer more props along right. with it. So, no, that's good to know. I mean, yeah, this is a hundred percent the way of the future, in my opinion, and and uh, which we've already touched on esports in general. But you have another thing you want to talk about. So, just to wrap that up and put a bow on it, who are your official picks? That the little Yeri official picks. I don't. So look for Haas to win it, but if you're looking to at eight to one odds, but if you're looking to make a little nice little taste at eighteen to one, I like Tony Johnson uh, and uh, the pick from one of the senior executives at Incredible Technologies told me directly that Paul, Paul Taylor at fifteen to one is the way to go. All right, so everyone heard that. Get down how you can and be on the lookout to. Like little Yeri said before, that stuff pops up on some of the, the offshores like the day or day or two before the event starts. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but the other thing you want to talk about is the NBA, your big NBA 2K guy. And I've, I've heard many guys whose opinions I respect say that NBA 2K is the best sp- sports game, sports video game going right now. I mean, I'm a big FIFA guy myself, but I don't really play the games. But you're telling me about an NBA 2K league that's going on? Like, yeah, sh- sh- yeah. Sure. So NBA 2K is I've been playing back since it was NBA 2K in 2000 um, <laughs> on the Dreamcast. So I've been playing for 19 years before um, you were born. 
<laughs> yeah, I actually, <laughs> in 2K12, um, when I first graduated college and uh, before I, I had my wife and or my girlfriend at the time was even living in the same town, I managed to crack the top 200 in the world at um, 2K12. So I had a record of seventy three and six. It wasn't it wasn't quite the Bulls. Um, better winning but, percentage. Uh, it was a better winning percentage. Um, but uh, you know, I, I want to say it was hot, and then I hit a crazy losing streak, and then uh, then my girlfriend graduated, and then and then uh, NBA two K NBA two K thirteen came out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then 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 that's you always got to look forward to the new game. So, anyways, um, this uh, so the two K league. Start out in 2017, they announced it with originally 16 of the owners of the actual NBA teams bought and and um, essentially sponsored the a 2K league. So they started out with a draft back in the day, um, and you're talking about in the first draft they pooled from 72,000 2K player applicants. Wow. And they took the top 102 players off of that. Now, you're like, well, it's kind of, you know, bullshit because people can, um, you know, buy attribute points for their players or whatever. So it's like, isn't everyone all 99s? Yeah, just use your but creative it player. Work, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> so it is it is your creative player. However, your creative player has a cap limit. So you have to pick like an archetype. So like let's say you want to be a point guard, you could pick a slasher or you could pick a sharpshooting defender or a a playmaking shot creator. And then within that archetype, you max out. Ah. So or a center, you have a rim protector or you could be a stretch five if that makes sense. But all of the the overalls for the players, your attributes are balanced. So meaning that – all the players essentially are identical in total skill value for these teams. So uh, um, a lot of these teams they have, or I should say all these teams, they have a general manager and they have a coach Mm -hmm. and um, the general manager and the coach work together to draft what they thought would be the most balanced teams for these, uh, for their individual teams. The second draft then it, Interesting side note. So they didn't, it was a little bit they accused of sexist um, because all 102 players taken were men. Um, But then the league did announce that they didn't know the sex of the player, just their user handle until the decision was announced. However, um, then the subsequent year, they've added five teams. So now it's up to 21 of the NBA teams have their mirrors. You'll be happy to know that. Jerry Reinsdorf isn't hip to this, so there is no Bulls team. Um, go figure. So they added another 144 players in draft two. Um, there's been trades. There's been uh, suspensions. There's been a fight that led to earlier this year between um, the Celtics and the Hawks, which led to players being fined over 200,000 VC credits, which is – the. Um, a crazy amount of credits <laughs> to amazing. use in the game. Um, so which really, you know, hit him, hit him where it hurts. But what's really cool is, so if you were a first round player, you were drafted at a salary, your contract six months of the year, you were taken at 35 K um, was your salary. If you're drafted subsequently after that, you're at 32 K. Um, but 
you have during the season over $1.2 million eligible over the course of four tournaments, including one of those being the playoffs. Ah. So there's a tip-off tournament, the turn tournament, and the ticket tournament. The idea that Mark Silver um, has been toying with, he's thought about doing in the NBA a midseason uh, tournament, essentially, where or an end-of-season tournament where a lower team can punch their ticket into the playoffs and get an eighth seed or like to, yeah, oh yeah oh adam silver's been talking about, right 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 yeah not mark, mark silver yeah. adam silver sorry <laughs> um so right now you have um the this weekend which we're recording on the 12th so starting with the 13th uh 13th through the 15th mm-hmm. is the ticket the big the ticket tournament which the winner of this tournament is will be guaranteed a slot in the playoffs along with the top seven of the 21 teams that's cool. So it's almost like testing Adam Silver's like because he's totally stealed a lot of that from from uh, European soccer. You know, they have like the domestic cups, and like the case of England, they have like two of them. But I, 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 how do you feel about that? Quick sidebar about the that idea by Adam Silver for like a like a mid season tournament. I love it. I think it would bring an electricity to a one round tournament where players might rest. Do do you bench? your starting lineup prior to a big rival game. You know, it's like, I think it brings a, a, such a eyeball factor to a mid, a mid season thing that not only are you creating buzz during it, you're creating buzz ahead of it that, um, and it, it's, it's kind of a playoffs before the playoffs. It's going to create rivalries ahead of time. I I think it's awesome. No, I agree with you 100%. And plus, like, that's something that the European, to your point on, like, the player rest, the European teams have to deal with that as well. That's, like, a, a huge part of the handicap, too. If you're, like, handicapping, like, a midweek or, like, a weekend EPL game, you're obviously going to look at how they did in the midweek against, you know, their Champions League competition. So, similar to this 2K league, then I wonder if, like, Adam Silver's got his eye on this just to see what the reaction's like to it or something like that. But. Yeah, so uh, it's – and they have in the 2K game a TV show within the 2K game that automatically plays when you're in the menu, Um, and they've been covering the 2K league all year, which is kind of what sparked my interest on it. But uh, what also sparked my interest is how sloppy the lines are. Um, It's very rare in this league, and this is kind of a big issue with the league right now and its longevity, is it's all blowouts. It is complete blowouts most of the time, which is great for gambling and great for odds. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the top two teams right now, which, you know, you're going to have the season runs through August and they are essentially unbeatable are Mm -hmm. the Dallas Mavericks team and the Trailblazers. Trailblazers gaming is they're both 10 and one uh, this year. But Trailblazers Gaming um, is just far and beyond, and they hold the tiebreaker, which is point differential, but Trailblazers Gaming mm-hmm. is so much better. Uh, they've got one wild walnut who was one of the best players <laughs> last year who averaged 14 <laughs> boards a game. And, uh, you know, he is he's just a monster, but he's kind of taken a back seat to um, their current um, leader in points at 23 and a half per game, which is mama. I'm dead man. 
Uh, and Mama, oh, Mama, yeah. I'm that man also has 11.3 assists per game. So they just run. I got that tattoo to my ass. Yeah, <laughs> Mama, I'm that man and one I won that. And you're talking about they're winning games by 30 to 40 points, but you go Jeez. on, you go on five dimes and the morning of they're minus 160, minus 150. It's making oh, no wow. sense. Um, tomorrow, I, you know, this is, well, you can look back in history, but. Pistons gaming is horrible. Uh, they're going up against to start this ticket tournament against T Wolves gaming, who's red hot. They got Bear to Best, who is uh, was the first round pick, a first round pick of this New Year's draft. Because a big thing about the the talent pool is there's an 18 year old cap limit, so you have all these 17 year olds each year that are some of the best. You know, peak age gaming coming in. Bear to best is just murdering everyone. Um, and so mm-hmm. the T Wolves gaming should they I mean they're coming off a terrible collapse. Uh they had one of the worst 2K collapses all time. I think they gave up a 12-point lead and less than two minutes left to go. But they're gonna slaughter Damn. the Pistons for the rest of the year, bet against the Pistons gaming. They are trash. Um fade the pistons. Fade the pistons. Grizzlies, you're gonna look at tasty lines coming up. They they're red hot. Um, but they were terrible to um, to begin the season. Now, what's really interesting about the 2K League and thus far, which is the best thing I've been hitting, there is yet to be, a, because of the strange setup of the league, it's 15 weeks, three weeks are dedicated to the tournament, 12 weeks are dedicated to head-to-head, um, mm-hmm. which head-to-head you're playing two, three games a week. Um, but you have a bye week, which is you, you're playing no one, and it's usually about a third of the league has a bye week. Coming off bye weeks, you're talking about a winning percentage of over 80, 85% of teams for the whole week. So teams will take to get their bye week sweep because the biggest part that no one thinks about, especially with 2K basketball, is how important scouting is and how little time these players put mm. into scouting. So it's like they have a week to practice and they can actually watch the other team as opposed to, you know, you have a bunch of me's out there just eating potato (laughs) chips and they'd rather just play a new game and think that's going to get them better as opposed to watching film on the other people. So that's interesting. um, Hammering, hammering the, the teams on the buys is huge. Or they just um, have like Andy Reid, Andy Reid with them. Yeah. He's, he's it's essentially, essentially <laughs> Andy Reid. Um, so as we go forward, there's still a lot of esports left, a lot of 2K left. Um, hammer the Blazers, hammer the favorites, essentially. Hammer the Blazers, hammer the Mavs. Um, the Warriors gaming is elite. And I guess they're, they have their own analytics department, which is wild. Oh, wow. Um, so and again, these are all owned by the team owners. So you think about who's a good NBA team owner. Businessmen think they're you know like see Mark Cuban. Um, why Mavs gaming so good? And Warriors got an interesting layout in that their shooting guard um, Beast Move is just he's he's the only team that has just an elite elite. They're like just essentially they just tell Beast Move to get the hell out of the way and he just goes <laughs> off. Um, and then, uh, you have, uh, I would say the last team to really hammer throughout and this, you can get some tasty pieces at this is, uh, the Pacers are at six and four right now, but I really like their team. I really like their setup. Um, I think this week they start out against the heat though, which is scary because they heat, um, which their team names heat check. 
Uh, they got a guy named Lottie who Lottie shoots sixty six point seven percent from three, which is just insane, That's ridiculous. Yeah. So like, it sounds like there's a lot of game theory involved in this though, because you were telling me about the like their cap or whatever, like the one point two million fake money that they could spend or whatever. So that that part interests me, just because like if you notice a certain team is you know like maybe saving their money or something like that, not performing well early on, but kind of poised to make a, a late run no, or something like no, that no 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 so that that, that one that 1.2 million dollars that's real money so that's oh, shit. so that <laughs> so the, oh, wow. the the players are getting 30k and on week to week games um your time on their focus is lower so it's like you're getting 32k okay, so- 36k but in these tournament games the 1.2 million dollars is reserved for the three tournament games in the playoffs so you're looking at Teams like oh, this, wow. the 76ers gaming is known to be a good gaming team, but they're also sloppy. So, like, they're, they're I think, um, seven and four. Um, but I would never bet a dime on them because, like, their coach freaked out at them during their last game where they're getting blown out and where he was just yelling at them on the live stream on Twitch. He's like, just fucking quit. <laughs> He's like, just quit. He's like, just quit right now. Someone press start and quit the game. Like, you know, because they're, they just, all were just way too stoned and um you know it's it's weird because they don't play these games online uh, like a lot of esports this is live in an arena and you know the the teams it's a very very um vocal taunting game so it's it's wild man i highly recommend checking some games on youtube um especially the celtics team they talk a ton of smack they've got uh, this fat center who, who's, <laughs> who's got a tight mid-range game and he pisses off everybody. But it's a strange league. The Knicks won it last year. They're two and eight this year. So um, interesting. It's, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's just I can't believe it's a whole other world out there that I'm like not even aware of and stuff. But if we can make money off of it, then I'll definitely pay yeah. attention. And Hammer on, the you know? favorites like the Blazers. The Blazers right now in two K league are better than the. 98 bulls 96 bulls i mean it's their average margin of victory is i want to say their average margin of victory is close to 25 to 30 points a game and they're only laying on average maybe like minus 200 minus 220 and on the money line or on the money because you said they they, they don't offer spreads on on the money line so you're talking about easy money all day long you got to look at the schedule and continuously check to see hey are they offering it and you know that's do do they have spreads on this no 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 no. that's what i'm saying it's minus 220 spread but they're going to great equalizer it is but it's such easy cash uh they their one game they lost was a terrible fluke where the team shot they i got they're up against just shot their brains out but i don't see the blazers losing another game and every expert that's all the YouTubers and Twitch streamers are like, they shouldn't even, you know, they'll tip the ball and they're like, they shouldn't even play this game because it's already over. So, uh, I mean, they have arguably the two best players in the 2K league and Mama, I'm Dead Man and One Wild Walnut. So just hammer the Blazers all day long. Uh, and if you want to get tastes, um, you could probably ride the Grizzlies for a little bit here um, until the, they catch on while they while the Grizzlies still have a losing record. But, um, Blazers and Mavericks are just cut above. Look at them doing the whole whole thing. So, do you know what the the betting limits are on this stuff? That's obviously the issue with some of this stuff, especially the softer like esports stuff. Like, I don't, I don't know if you've learned that, but that's obviously like the big concern for many if you're trying to get down mm-hmm. on these like 
Sometimes so, you can get like a max 50 bucks. or <laughs> So I don't know what the limits are. I'm a poor. Um, so I, I typically <laughs> gamble with pizza money, um, be, especially because I lose on real sports. So I try – I've been really um, using this to supplement my uh, my other sports gambling. Uh, and it's been working uh, just – it's it's such a league where it's real easy to follow. They do – they'll cover on YouTube or Twitch – all the games for the week in about a half hour where you are getting at like all the key plays from every quarter um, within a half hour show. And then, yeah, essentially we're in, we just finished up week eight. This is week nine. Um, So it runs, runs to August. So we're right. We're keying up here for the playoffs, but um, Mm -hmm. it'll, uh, it's definitely something just to keep your eye on and um, make easy. Oh yeah. I the favorites. Getting ready for next year. I mean, obviously, it's not too late this year to check it out and, and maybe throw down some action. But and it's just wild. something to keep it's in wild. mind. It's you know? fun too because like they have a combine for like the upcoming players. So they brought <laughs> like it's it's really it's really it's bizarre. Wild. Like there's just like a lot of and they have a draft that's televised on Cheddar, um, which is a channel. Uh, I don't know if you get Cheddar Sports, but it's they have a full blown draft with like a green room and like you know there's people that's and their wild. families. Like you know it's it's wild. crazy and like. Um, there's like NBA executives there, like owners are there, like welcoming them to the team. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's definitely, you know, there's over 90 sponsors. Um, it's, it's not going anywhere. They're only going to continue to invest in it. Um, People are, people are eating this shit up. So, and 2k is the most popular sports game by a landslide across the world, which is crazy to think about because you would assume it would be FIFA. Um, yeah, but, that's crazy. That's actually surprising me. I didn't even, I didn't even know it was by a landslide. No, it's, it's by yeah. a landslide. 2K, is, 2K wow. dominates, especially with um, daily user plays. So the uh, they just had their awards of the guy. The guy that won the most online head-to-head plays won over 14,000 games in online head-to-head this year, which I didn't even know it was mathematically possible, but 14,000 games. Well... Everyone heard it. You're on top of that shit. I'm definitely going to take a check or I'm going to check this stuff out. Just take a look at it because my interest is peaked, but running out of time here. I know I got to bounce out of here. I have to be somewhere. So quick five minutes before we go, um, unless you want to put a bow on that. And I, I mean, obviously no, we can, we can, whatever you want. Um, sorry, quick, just, just spitball really quick. The Cubs, obviously we're both big Cubs fans. Um, and like, you know, just a couple minutes here, they just signed Craig Kimbrell, obviously coming in, uh, for the gunning for the closer spot, and then Carlo, Carlos uh, Gonzalez came in, uh, released by Let's the Indians earlier this year. Cargo, yeah. yeah. So, you so, got any thoughts on those on those additions? Yeah, I. Uh, so last weekend, um, I don't know when when my brother get married was that last weekend? Uh, the first, so yeah, two weekends okay. ago. Two, two weekends, weekends ago. ago. Who knows? Um, I was speaking <laughs> you with a one busy of the, day. Yeah, one of the guests in attendance uh, was works in the Cleveland Indians front office. And I asked him how this was fresh off the cargo news, and I asked him how um, how he took that, and he said he has never. The front office was, was raving about it for days afterwards about he had never they had never seen a player handle news um, about his DFA decision from their organization better. Uh, and I got so excited. The dude is a consummate professional. Uh, I'm pumped about him. Anytime I get, give me all the Cubs killers. I don't care if they suck for our team. Give me anyone that could potentially like give me Daniel Murphy. Yeah, like, Murphy not, last like, year. I was fine with that. It's yeah. Like give me anyone that like give me anyone who potentially could hurt me. Um, and uh, you know, uh, oh yeah, 
Same thing with Kimbrel. And Kimbrel is, I'm a little bit nervous about how we performed the postseason in the past, but when that arm is hanging, it's game over. And, you know, I just think it mirrors a lot back in terms of the confidence boost uh, when the Cubs got Chapman. Mm-hmm. And in terms team, of we're buying yeah. in on this team and you know Schwarber's hitting the shit out of the ball it's been unreal in the past couple weeks yeah oh. um yeah, so so things things are lining up for for the cubbies to do well we just need you darvish to um make it to a sixth inning here and there <laughs> um and i think you know we can continue to load up i saw um some rumors about potentially getting d gordon um some second base help do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a rumor that's very unreliable, but it comes from Ben Zobris' cousin he doesn't talk to? Well, he's from Iowa, so you're local there, so I, I definitely. So this yeah, is this is inside from, scoop. So, do you want to hear why he's taking the rest of the year off? Uh, yeah, I mean, just just go there's, for it. Yeah, there's two yeah. rumors. Two rumors. Rumor A: He walked in on his very Christian wife having an ele- a lesbian from affair. Iowa City, by the way. Yeah, yeah having a lesbian oh, wow. affair. Um, which would be very Iowa City of her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Number one couch time, baby. The second is that his youngest child is actually John Lester's child. That's fucking goofy. That mm-hmm. second one's too too ridiculous to even like. No, I, I don't buy that for so many reasons. But we don't have like time so, to dissect that. But what's the what's like how, like how 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 the fuck would that come about? Those are rumors directly from the mouth of Ben Zobris' cousin. Zobra's cousin. First cousin? <laughs> First like cousin. Fifth, First like, cousin. Is, if you're from Iowa, it's also their sister. They're now, they're granted, <laughs> their family has a strained relationship, but those are from the mouth of Ben Zobra's cousin. That's wild. John, of all players, like he would be one of the least <laughs> likely players, I would say. Like, even I like Grandpa Rossi. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. And then the next game, he came out gunning after the news broke. I was like, meh. <laughs> Seriously. That's if wild. Could, if anyone could throw their nuts on the table after doing the move like that, it would be Lester. Yeah, but, uh, I, I'm shocked. I mean, yeah, I, I don't believe it, but like, if it's you know, it's come from a source that would have you know more of a reason to believe than just average Joe off the street, then that's that's wild news. But yeah, fuck. I mean, so so he's like for sure not coming back the rest of the year. That's what I hear. I hear they're they're going to go after D Gordon, um, which would be great. Get some speed. Um, you know, I just would like a, a guy who could play infield, outfield, and steal bases, essentially. Um, there's some arms uh, in the minor leagues that can come up. Um, but, um, yeah, no, just uh, I'll, uh, I'll keep going to my local River Bandits and let you know no, uh, what I see yeah, in the let farm. Me know, let me know if you hear she had, like, you know, like a three-way with, like, Baez and Russell or something like that. That sounds like, <laughs> I, like nothing, nothing's a shocker uh, anymore. It was with Russell. <laughs> she would wake up with two black eyes. Nathan <laughs> Perez. <laughs> or like, like Nathan Perez comes back to the Cubs and, like, Carlos Zambrano. <laughs> like, like, uh, all right, quick, quick to uh, – to kind of like close this up and everything because I got to go. But um, all right, just in like a couple words or less, where does KD play next year? Uh, Kevin Durant, due to his surgery, will re-sign and rehabilitate for his one-year $31.5 million contract Gosh. he has at Golden State. What about Kawhi? Kawhi's going to L.A. Uh, Clippers, Clippers or Lakers? 
Uh, Kawhi, Kawhi will be a Laker. Um, if Durant really? hadn't got, if current, if Durant hadn't gotten hurt, I had him going to the Clippers. Um, I know new news broke out with Rich Paul that Anthony Davis will not resign if he's traded to Boston. Um, that was just announced. I, I didn't hear that. That's wild. Actually. Um, but I still think Danny age might have the testicular fortitude to do it. I think there's a chance that kind of do what Toronto did. Yeah. I think there's a chance that Clay goes to Boston. Interesting. I see. I can't see the Warriors letting Clay go. I can't see it. I think but. he hates Draymond so much. If you ever watch his body language when he's next to Draymond during an interview or anything, like he, they're such opposites of human beings. Steve Kerr's done with Draymond, but Draymond's still that. Like Draymond's not going anywhere. Like yeah. I, I think this team. Uh, first off, the the Raptors are going to win this series. The Raptors are going to win next game. I'm going to bet heavy on that. I I don't see. What a what a choke job by Nick Nurse with the timeout though. Oh Holy yeah, yeah, cow. yeah, yeah, that's what a whole different. We can record a whole separate podcast on that one. Um, and who do you uh, just? This will be uh, post humorous, but who do you like in the hockey game tonight? Oh, in Game Sevens, like if you look at the, I mean, I always look at home teams in Game Sevens, home team and under. But I don't like. Are they going to cover hockey? Uh, but, one and a half. I mean. Most likely not. I feel it is plus one eighty five, but like that'd probably be the way to look, just because. Like I've only heard this, but like the past few weeks, at least this year's playoffs, teams are pulling their goalies so much earlier than normal. I guess there's like data, to, like short term data to back this up, but teams are pulling their goalies at like two and a half, three minutes left. There's so many more last second goals, so I, I think that could be a good case for playing Boston on the park line. But this is going to piss off everyone in our fantasy football league. But that's the P Dub theory. He's all about give me every one and a half spread you have because teams pull their goalies. So. I mean, he could be onto a short term, like long term, that'll correct itself, and you won't win blindly doing that. Obviously, but like short term, he could be onto something for sure. Hey, at uh, plus one seventy or whatever, it's at one seventy five now. Yeah. I just, I, the reason why I wouldn't do those because like it's the damn game seven. Like no one's gonna want to make that first mistake early on. Teams will play, guys will play tighter. Tight. Yeah, so I think it's just gonna be lower scoring in general. We're seeing that the spreads like five or the the totals five. It's, I guess it has been the whole time, but I don't know a lower scoring, an expected lower scoring game. Just hard to lay any type of like run. The same with baseball too. You know, you see a total of like seven, especially if you're looking at a home team, and obviously the price should reflect it. But like it's so hard to stomach laying a you know an extra having to win by two but um i'm gonna leave you with this i, I want to touch more on nba but we're gonna have to look we'll have some time here so maybe i'll, I'll bring you out again this summer but um justin bieber minus 200 versus tom cruise plus 150 it's available to bet now who you got mm. can you me the line the odds again uh the odds i saw i feel strongly about this so i'll go after you but as bieber minus 200 tom cruise plus 150 on the take there. Oh, oh, Tom Cruise is the underdog? Yeah. Do they know that the Church of Scientology will poison <laughs> Justin Bieber prior to that fight? If you think Justin Bieber is coming into that fight in a full health capacity, you you do not watch Leah Remini's show. That yes. um that uh that Church of Scientology <laughs> is a wild, wild, they wild place. They fucking do anything. Plus, I, I agree with his you, own stunts. Um, as I love Bieber, he did throw a beer straight into my face once. Cat um, oh, wow. can witness that. Yep, he uh, during an impromptu concert at the Dre's uh, 
pool party. Oh, he the Dre Beach Club? I've been yeah, there with the you. Dre's Beach Club. And, it, it wasn't uh, the he, same day that we were there, though. I no, assume, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> he was there in a cabana, and someone threw a microphone, and he did like a three or four song set list and slipped a little right at the start and ended up sloshing his whole beer in my face, which was yeah. awesome because I'm a fan of a, a fan of the Beebs. But no, I mean – Fucking Ethan Hunt, man. Dude. The guy does the guy hangs out of an airplane. It's and old man life. strength. You never underestimate the old man strength. Not only that, the dude's <sighs> fucking like flying helicopters, breaking his leg and shit, and still flying the helicopter with a broken leg. Like Tom Cruise, max bet all day. The, the issue is tying up the money, obviously. Because I, I also saw like McGregor minus five hundred versus fucking Mark Wahlberg. And you, you could actually bet that on Bovada right now, but obviously that fight's not gonna happen, so you have to tie up tie up your money. But that's one where like I mean it's better than that's the greatest bet you'll ever make in your life if that happens. But how long do those sites hold on to those bets for? Like before, see that's why you got to read the fine print on that shit because sometimes you know, in theory, they could hold it forever because the fight can theory until one of the guys dies always happen. So when you're making those bets, definitely look and it should have something listed. If there's nothing listed on the ticket, don't make the bet because usually there's there's terms on it. Like you know, you're like the Kepka one. I gotta fucking go, but the Kepka. to win like over under how many majors he wins until his 50th birthday. Like that yeah. one has a finite end. So you'll know it's going to end the day he turns 50 and right. you're, you're going to cash the ticket if he gets the over, but for, you know, like a Mark Wahlberg fight versus fucking if Conor McGregor. Wins, <laughs> if he wins the U S open, uh, is he the new tiger? Kepka? Fuck man. Some people could say he is right now. Like I, winning three straight U S opens and like five out of the past nine majors would be, Tiger territory, that's for sure. So it'll be interesting. We'll see. We shall see. All right, dude. Well, gotta go. I'm gonna be fucking late to the thing I gotta go to, but <laughs> it is what it is. It was worth it, man. And um and thank you for sharing with all those uh those esports takes of us. Definitely bring you on again to, yeah, to dissect that. Shout out to Bear to Beast and One Wild Walnut. <laughs> Shout outs, baby. All, all right, right, dude. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you later. That was a little area, everybody. Ciao. All right. Great stuff from Yeri there. Um, I don't advocate blindly betting on favorites or underdogs, but this market is a softer market and stuff. So it could be a little more exceptions there uh, with that way of thinking. But uh, that was great information. And hopefully we can all make some money off that tournament. Thanks to Yeri's expertise. Um, like I said, I'm going to go on a short little hi- hiatus until July. Uh, then we're going to start gearing up for another full season In the next episode, I will revisit the official Doggy Juice 10 Commandments of Sports Betting. Um, That's the 50th episode of the Doggy Juice Pod, so it's a bit of a milestone episode. So I think it'll be a good time to come full circle and revisit the main points I made in episode one as we gear up for a new season with legal sports betting here in Illinois. All right, everyone. Enjoy the next few weeks, and good luck with your bets. And I will talk to you all in July. Doggy Juice out.